All right, yo, welcome back. Episode 5, March 4th, also known as uh, Pulaski Day here in Chicago. Good, good. Shout out to all my Polish people. How's your boy? Appreciate good you. Bye. Yeah, love you. Uh, so on today's episode, uh, we discussed a little bit about uh, adding a little more to our podcast. Uh, we want to get an intro song and brainstorm some some decent ideas on and off the podcast and soon be coming to you a mix uh, never before heard that will be added to this podcast this, coming in the future. This intro song is going to be revolutionary. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's going to change the podcast game for sure. Can um, we get a little uh, dance knowing in the background? Oh, yeah, they're hearing that for sure. Thanks, thanks for... Tough, uh, tough stuff over here, my hustlers. Yep. Thanks for contributing to the intro, Dan. And so on today's episode, we... Uh, it, it, it's kind of a long one, but it's definitely our best one. Our best podcast we ever recorded. Uh, so hope you listen to it all. It's, it's incredible. We just talk about things from, from potholes in, in, in the city, adaptation... We talk about like the, the the reason you need to go out and vote. Like, you know, potholes, dominoes can fill them, but who's gonna pay for that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, I, I, spoiler, I said privatize it, give it to dominoes. <laughs> um, then we get into a little bit about competition and and ownership, uh, along with adaptation, uh, and then give a lesson on why you should wear condoms. Uh, yeah. Make we sure order order them to the right place. Dude. Yeah, shout out Amazon, uh, just, a future sponsor. Herpes too, right? Yep. A little herpes why, talk. Yeah, why why you need to get condoms? Yeah. Um, and Scott debuted his his segment about science, uh, where he gets into it about vaccines, and I talk a little bit about essential oils and how you can replace vaccines with essential oils. So anti-vaxxers versus holistic <laughs> lemon juice. Uh, and then we end the episode with uh, a couple change facts. And uh, this was this was brought to you by a, uh, a special listener we got out there, our, our number one listener, Kent. So shout out you. Uh, shout appreciate out Kent, man. I appreciate you listening. I hope we're bringing some insights here, daily commute. Yeah. Uh, make sure you uh, take all of what we're saying into deep consideration. It means a lot to us. Yeah, and download, change, and use it. Yeah. Talking to you, Kent. All right. So enjoy the episode and thanks for listening. <laughs> Yo, episode five. Stop yelling, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, the date is March 4th, 2019. Pulaski Day. Classy day, yes. Shout out to all the Polish people here, uh, which is comprised of three fourths of the podcast. So, uh, congrats to you guys. I'm only half, so I'm American. Uh, so, so yeah, we're on episode five. Are we? Uh, we are. Dan, you wanted to know when we can cash out from our from our earnings, and the answer is at twenty five cents. We can, oh, wow. we can cash out. Where are we at? We're at seventeen. Okay, let's right. get it. Let's so get it. Listen, Every guys. 25 cents, I want to pull it. All right. All right. ACHP, the fuck out of them, man. All right, making the business decision, and I'm and we're all green. Dan, we are going with that. Are we splitting this four ways, or are you keeping this in a fund? Our business accounts, account bank, our business bank, the accounts are going to fucking hate us 25 cents at a time. 
I mean, that's what you got to do when you're struggling. Struggling podcasters. Here we go. Poverty podcast. That's poverty podcast. That's right. Number one on the internet. Um, we still need an intro song. I know. Okay. So here. Here. Okay. This is what I've got. All right. So um, I'm not sure if this is appropriate for uh, live, um, but I have this site that we're using for change called Envato. Uh-huh. And uh, they have beats. Part yeah, part of this they have like music, like B roll music. No, like B roll music. I can make a beat. If you guys want a beat, <laughs> I can make a beat. If you guys looking for a beat? I can make a beat. Can you make it on there? Uh, no, but like they have music, and this is a new a new feature that they have. Um, and intro. So like they have like different. Right, different things you can kind of go and trailer intros, Audio. motivational intro. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the podcast on the phone. Sounds like some shit that'd be on the BBC. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking more of just like a song, like a like a fucking no, banger. No, 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 I don't. Like a hip-hop no. Beat. Yeah, yeah we do a hip hop beat, but like I want it to be royalty free. Because when this gets big, I don't want to start paying Drake a fucking quarter every time. Well, how much of a song can you cut up? Yeah, you can I mean, I, I actually want to get like sued by Drake, so okay. that, that that is. I mean, okay. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, that. Can you imagine the headlines? Drake suing the number one poverty <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we get so much backlash, right? But we get so much more exposure. Well, yeah, oh, that's that'd be great yeah. for the pot. No, yeah. but we also I'm have, hoping we get sued by Drake. We also need to make sure it's timeless. If this is a long term thing, yeah, make sure it's a timeless song. Exactly, we're starting from the bottom. Well, yeah, I mean, you think? I think you right. should, what you should do is is if you can overlay like it clips, good clips of everyone one liners and overlay oh, yeah. that into the music. I like that. Yeah, like everyone has like a one liner. Yeah, when we get an actual mic, we'll we'll, we'll record it. Record so our everyone first has like their 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 slogan or their one liner. We're not even just Ooh, a hey, I'm Scott. I wear fucking flannels. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> He's one wearing flannel. one right now. Just one. say every time wear a flannel. It's always the same fucking flannel. All right, Mister Fucking Polo Shirt with parachute pants. What? These are fucking sweatpants. They're not even I got a stripe along the side. I need a parachute pants. All right. So the intro song is in the pipeline. Yeah. I'm glad we got it in our heads. We're gonna have an intro song. It won't be on this episode. Well, maybe we might. We maybe like develop one as we're going along with this episode. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, if not this one, then the next. But we'll keep working on it. Hey, how do we rent that uh, podcast stream in 1871? You just register register for it, and you just book a time. Really? So if you want to do like a high quality, high audio, they have like equipment, like full like editing software. Can you bring software. a phone back in there? Yeah, of course. Is there like a tech person there who can like help us record it or no? No, we, we learn it so I can learn it because yeah. they have like a half hour lesson and then you just rent then, it out. But then we'd have to meet there on Monday night. Right, yeah. Which which is fine. Take We all meet oh, here, take years. their brown line down. It'd be down. perfect in the summer, dude. Yeah. Just, like we could just fucking walk you out. divvy back. Oh, I actually have some, something uh, cooking up so... Danny Mac and me, we booked a, a trip to Vegas for this month. For uh, March Madness? Madness? Yeah, for March Madness. Uh, so, He's such sport heads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, uh, the plan is if I, uh, if I make it big and I, I win money, I will invest... All would, your winnings? Yes, all my winnings into a MacBook, 
uh, some mics, I'll just swipe it on the credit card. F it. Yeah. Oh, we're uh, just talking about a couple G's. Like, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, like a couple G's. You don't even need a MacBook. Like, I'll, I'll give you an old got that laying around. I'll give you an <laughs> <laughs> You got a couple G's you laying couple around? G's around? <laughs> I actually do. Oh, <laughs> oh. Just get a United card. Yo, there goes the investors. There goes yeah, the investors. <laughs> I had to sell my kidney, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is, that is my plan. So, uh, fingers crossed. Hopefully I come back with a little cash from Vegas. Um, I come back on a Monday night, so maybe that You'll episode. Be here. Yeah. No, 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 I'll be here like at one a.m. Like I land. Late, late podcast. All right. Because okay. I was thinking about just recording it in Vegas, like my instant reaction of how the weekend went and if I lost. I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> All right. So look out I mean, for that episode. You tend to win. At least you pay for your trip out there, right? No, not the last time. Last time was bad. I uh, I, I lost big. It's time for a good one. Lost. Yeah. Um, took a lot of L's that weekend. I remember, um, I remember the last time I went with you, you took a big L the first day. And then, like, the last night, he won it all back and then, like, double. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, like, in, like, Cause you guys all went to four the... hour shift. Craps? Like, yeah, craps, yeah. You you guys all went to the club and... Four hour shift. <laughs> <laughs> the craps the table manager is like, this is the time you leave. <laughs> and I was... Oh man, that that whole story because you guys were all owing to the club and I couldn't make it into the club because like I didn't buy like the special pass that you guys all did and like I was like a dumbass like I kept going up to the bouncers at uh, it was Hakkasan at MGM I was like hey uh, I'm with like World Travelers uh, Corporation uh, they said me they, they, my friends told me to say that name but, like we don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> and at the and I'd been at Vegas for eight days eight that, days that was the last night yeah with Danny Mac for so long I don't, I don't know Danny Mac and I we just uh, and bananas and so I just said fuck it I went to the crap table I had like my last $300 and uh, I was like I'm just gonna lose this money and uh, and go and, and yeah I ended up going on a heater and how much you win? 4k mm. yeah that's good 10x yeah and then yeah like he was he was there when the the guy's name's Mitch he's from Bro- Brooklyn the, 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 the dealer and he's like you, you, he's like you gotta cash out he's like you're not gonna win you don't win in the long run he's like cash out and I was wearing sunglasses cause my eyes were just so like bloodshot cause I was like puking up like we went to a club like a night before went to Trist or whatever and I had sunglasses on in the casino I took them off my eyes were just you know fucked it's just yeah. so stupid to go to those clubs but I yeah. would not go without doing that oh yeah yeah it was fun and so I I took off my sunglasses looked Mitch right in his fucking eyes I was like Mitch, I've been here for eight fucking days. You think I give a fuck if I lose this money? <laughs> I was just, I was like, I, I was like, I just want to. Like, my whole mo was like, lose was my, it, was it a lose pack, my money? Was it a packed table? No, not really. I mean, I was just like, Mitch, I just want to lose my money and go to bed. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I just kept yelling at him like, lose. I, I want to lose my money. I kept doubling down, tripling down, and yeah, came out with four K. What were you playing? Crap. Outside. Uh, I was playing past line. I was playing hards, all the hard ways. Um, I was, I was playing the field. It, everything was in. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just want to lose my money. Uh-huh. Um, but now this time that I want to win money, I probably will lose money. So that's yeah, not a good. You need to go in with a, a different I, attitude. Yeah, I gotta lose it. Um, let's see. Have you guys noticed? So uh, moving on from that, the fucking potholes in the city. Oh jeez, right, old man. <laughs> it's really yeah, fucking so, like, thorn there, in my there's side. This, there's this meme that I think I mentioned last time we were here. Um, there's this meme that says, on the, in London or in England, we drive on the left side. In Chicago, we drive on what's left. <laughs> and, uh, that, was, that was an old man meme. Yeah, yeah, old man meme. Um, 
I don't mind the potholes. I, I find it as a challenge. No, like, it's a challenge. Really? I really? Mean, that's your approach to potholes? So, like, I mean, obviously you're going to hit some, right? And, I, and like, when you, when you hit them... Yeah. And you hit them hard, you're like, ooh, and it feels so bad. But as long as your tires don't fly, you feel kind of good. Didn't your brother like, Dan over here? Ten miles off my fucking car. <laughs> yeah, it's blew my tire. But but after working at a dealership for like fucking a decade, I realized for like five bucks a month you could buy this fucking. Yeah, I also. It's like insurance for your fucking tires, dude. And no joke, I got it. I got it when I bought my or at least my car, and I got I made Nick get it in the the first fucking. 24 hours almost yeah. of him owning the car he had a flat tire so yeah it's called and tire like, and wheel protection <laughs> and, I, and they replace your rim or your tire if like you run through a lot of <laughs> six bucks a month on top of your lease and Nick was driving his fucking 225,000 mile Nissan Altima living on fucking like I mean, he's still kind of living on crumbs, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like he's like, I need a car because he Ubered, and he's like, I could work, I could work to to pay for my car. So so I'm like, all right, what's the cheapest fucking payment I can get this guy? And I got him this fucking Mazda, and uh, I'm like, spend the five bucks a month because dude, no joke, he went through like two, three flat tires, yeah. mm-hmm. and he would have been like KO for the because <laughs> yeah, he couldn't afford a new tire. A- Four hundred bucks, right? If you bend a rim, fucking six hundred bucks, yeah. whatever it is. The first twenty-four hours, like I said, I blew my fucking tire. I went into the shop, into the Mazda, brand new fucking tire for free. Yeah, there's like this policy about thirty days, but then like yeah. since I worked there, like they like backtrack the contract. Oh, nice. So, why I bring it up is like, it's a problem, and. We're here to. I, I'm. I'm here personally. Yeah. I want. I want to solve them. I want to fix them. You solve it. You, you vote for Lori Leftfoot or Lightfoot. <laughs> did you guys vote for 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 mayors? I've yeah, yeah, for mayors? I, I did. I voted for uh, Daly. Why? Because um, he had a good startup and entrepreneur kind of policy. No, so like he was. I mean, he was more of like a. What, left Is he in the running? No. No, he 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 lost. Um, but he was more on the like Republican side of things and more like developing. So I like Rom, not for like his policies and like, but I, I like him for the business policies that he had. Yeah. Um, Rom was like fuck this shit. Yeah, but like he he did a great thing for the startup ecosystem in Chicago, um, but and I felt like Daly would kind of follow through with that, but he obviously didn't win. And so do we have a mayor or is it a no? So is now it's a runoff. runoff. Is that- uh, in April or something. Did, yeah. you, did you hear this was the worst turnout in, in history? Yeah, only 30% less of than, voters. Less than 30%. Yeah, less than yeah. 30%. So, I, I've always voted and uh, I dropped the ball on that. I thought it was early voting that was happening when I was yeah. seeing all the signs. And, but I'll, I'll vote in the run. Can you vote? No, you no, if yeah, you yeah. Only if you voted. Uh, I've yeah. never voted. I've so, never like the, so like really? mail-in voting? Mail-in voting is the best invention of the world. It's essentially like an old school like smartphone voting which they're going to eventually do. Like yeah, voting smartphone. Yeah. But like you literally, you send an email, or they, they send you a letter, you send it back, postage paid, you say, yes, I want to vote via, via mail, they send you a packet, you just fucking cross the lines, it, everything, postage is paid, you send it back, and your vote is counted. I'm like, I didn't have to leave the house, I'd have to stand in line, I'd have to wake up at 6 a.m. to go to the local high school, and I just voted. That's how I did the presidential election, that's how I did, or the most recent presidential you election. Your no, you didn't, we went together. No, that was the one before that, No. No, that was one. No, because I had a. You remember we went to uh, 
McFetridge, the oh, yeah, ice yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I had to so go yeah, back. I had to go yeah, the, the, the Trump-Hillary so election. No, matter, no, no wonder Trump won. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, like, text him. Like, why can't I just text a boom? Like, yeah, well, I'll vote for this guy. Because then hackers can be like, oh, yeah. I mean, with the way yeah. technology is nowadays. Well, uh, it'll ha- it, it should happen. But back to the potholes, what was your... Uh... Well, back, yeah, back, because the reason why I thought of it was because of the mayor, uh, the, the mayoral election. Is it, that's how you say it. I've been like, really illiterate the last couple of weeks. Mayoral? Mayoral, is that it? Mayoral, mayoral. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I was like, ways to get my vote, uh, fix the potholes, and the way to do that is we should privatize our roads. No oh, man, we've had we've had no, 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 privatizing no, no, stuff. All right, so if you guys that. remember, Domino's, Domino's pizza maker slash tech company, uh, had a promotion saying that they would fix any potholes. Uh, you just you know whatever had to call yeah, it. Yeah, there's a chance. So so they uh, got they got a million submissions. They fixed four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, psh, I don't. I'll, yeah. I I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind all of Ashland Avenue from Howard Street to the North Side. To fucking 135. Nobody cares about Rogers Park. And, and Roseland. <laughs> Just one big Domino's Road. Just <laughs> 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 yeah. fucking pizzas and like potholes and stuff. Whatever. Yeah, that's all he did. He was just yeah. cheese. fucking pizza boxes. Over <laughs> I wouldn't mind potholes. a red, white, and blue Domino no. logo on my on Ashland Avenue going north to south, the whole city, as long as the road is fucking short, paved. That's short term thinking. No, it's not. That's long term. No, I think I, I, I'm with Nick on this. Uh, we sold. We sold away our, our, our tollways, our parking meters, our oh, yeah. bus stops. Those are going great. Those are doing really well. Parking meters and fucking... Well, the yeah, they're making meters. a shit ton of money that isn't going back to the city. Right. Yeah. Well, no, the, the, the tolls the tolls are, I mean, a different story. I mean, granted, we people... The tolls are paid for. The, the roads and maintenance is all well, paid for by people that, actually going good. through the yeah, tolls. Okay, but, uh, I mean, uh, I don't see the issue with the tolls. So, first I mean, of all, tolls... I think so toll, the whole the whole toll thing when it was first like introduced was hey we're gonna do tolls for a few years it was oh yeah exactly it was only supposed to be a short road. term exactly right. and then yeah. everyone was like okay uh, yeah, sure it's become a, yeah. oh, let's keep doing it and it's then a shit ton of money it's own conglomerate yeah. now although although the toll roads are a lot nicer than the the, the interstates well, that are not well, tolled nice, but, yeah. but you know at the end of the day we pay taxes for both of them so like stop spending money on fucking stupid shit fix my fucking roads yeah yeah oh absolutely well and considering too is I mean you remember going down uh, the Kennedy and it was only 40 fucking cents to to well, pay the toll well, now stupid, what is it 180 yeah. stupid shit equals yeah. uh, you gotta get an iPad government jobs and salaries so and pensions yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean pensions so like, I swear to god if to, do, toll, do, do toll attendants get pensions because they do <laughs> fucked up I'm surprised they haven't been like completely replaced yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's very few. Oh, I mean, how many people actually go through the cash lines? Right. And then when it's open, how much is open? Like one, two? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you guys were my amazing idea if I would run for mayor out of Domino's. So you should run. No, no, no. But you should run on the platforms. Like, I'm a... I'm privatizing all the... Fix the... Well, not so much... The foundation and the infrastructure. I mean, there is... It came out... Maybe it was a decade ago. There was a husband and wife. I think they most... Both of them might have been engineers, but uh, it, it's still a work in progress. And there was kind of a monumental um, um, like test that came up. I think it was last year or eighteen months ago. They have these hexagonal plates that are made. I think yeah. they're made of glass or like uh, gorilla glass or some type of material. And they um, recycled material, but yeah, whatever it is. 
Uh, but they're these hexagonal plates that they fit together, and, and I mean, they're, they're essentially, they, in, they allow for increased uh, um, um, stoppage time. The, the traction on your tires responds to them better than they do asphalt or concrete or whatever road material that you might be driving on. Um, they're essentially the, the route to smart roads where um, their whole uh, um, vision comes to, like, your car, your future, future cars, smart cars would be able to have their own lanes. Is you won't have to worry about actually you like, driving you the can car. Like push data through those. Yeah, lanes. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, there, I can't remember the name of the the couple, but it there's they they last year I think it was Dude, sometime they that, they decorated an entire parking lot full of them. It was some really large parking lot that they'd gotten uh, okayed by the state, and I mean it seems pretty but, promising. But I don't pro- know. The problem with that is one. You're not going to be able to convince um, the government to stop. Municipalities, yeah, yeah, to stop paying like union workers to build. Well, yeah, they always right. push back from like, that. Like there's asphalt unions or whatever it is, and like they build asphalt, they don't build smart roads. You're gonna have to well, talk no, to a that's, tech well, company. Well, well, You're gonna have to talk to a tech company to build that, and tech companies don't do unions. Well, no, so, so well, no, my, uh, yeah, I understand, I understand all that, and and going but they um, will, they'll, they'll not to that. delve back into politics too much. Um, but one of the things that Donald Trump ran on was that he's going to bring manufacturing jobs back to this country, and he has brought some back. But I don't think I think reeducation is certainly uh, the way of the future in regards to getting people back to work. Yeah, and that's one of those things that yeah, you know, you might get pushback from the unions, but if you supplemented that with, hey, uh, we are going to run a reeducation program that might take six months for you to learn to be able to operate these things, um, you can all keep your jobs as long as you voluntarily. Uh, get involved in these re-education yeah, programs. Yeah, but, but Scott, yeah. Well, yeah, I know it might be hard to convince, but it's... But to that point with the whole manufacturing thing, like, manufacturing jobs, like, aren't getting lost overseas. They're getting lost because it's just automation. Well, automation's a huge part of it. You can't it's, like, the biggest part, it. yeah. Well, I... It's for sure the biggest part, absolutely. It's, like, it's you, like everyone sees this going there, just people are blind to the fact, oh... Well, no, I didn't, I didn't even want to bring it into that. I meant, I, the, the underlying thing I was trying to bring up is the fact that uh, when... Uh, what happened? Oh, because you were talking about the coal miners. You know, yeah. oh, you know, we want to open new coal mines or, right. and get these people back to work. And a lot of, not necessarily left-leaning people, but more, I guess, just secular-thinking people said, how about we, instead of, of opening new coal plants, we re-educate people on how to be learn how to code or do something that's more pertinent to technology yeah. nowadays as opposed to yeah. reopening coal. And, and that goes, you know, the climate change aspect. And, yeah, and I, th- I think that's huge in 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 our society with like jobs like i'm i'm more the proponent of not keeping jobs but more uh creating new jobs and and being adaptive to like that that's where you're going to get your most bang for your buck if you're sitting in, in one lane in your life like know that that job will never always be there well especially yeah that. this isn't the 1950s anymore right. i mean right. uh, but it's now, always done that since like the industrial age yeah. well exactly yeah. well i mean and now we're in the technological age yeah. where the the uh, the relevance of your knowledge is yeah. almost obsolete within a decade. Right. You know. So yeah. the yeah, kind of yeah. the constant reeducation and just um, well, that's one of those things. And I don't want to. I don't. Government shouldn't get involved in this stuff, but just people constantly going for continued education, whether it's for coding or just something involved with technology that can expand their uh, their resume and their skill set is yeah. is kind of the way of the future. And I think these people who are in asphalt, uh, you know, laborers should should get into smart road. Laboring like well, exactly. I mean, how, how many times do you see five people trying to yeah. fill one fucking so? Pothole? So that's eventually gonna happen, <laughs> but like, it's eventually gonna happen. It's just yeah. we've got a bunch of old white guys running the fucking. You had to say white. You had. I to mean, say whatever, white. white, whatever, old fucking, whatever. 
guys that are from a previous generation. Yeah, people have static thinking. They don't have they're dynamic. In, yeah, yeah, they're in control, so they're resistant to change. No, well, that's, that's so a white... There's, there's, there's so many parts to that we can talk Asterisk, about. Asterisk, that's like, a white person talking about other white people, so this, this podcast is majority white, but I am the brown person. Nick is okay, because he is white. I think brown. I'm, I'm white. Yeah, 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 so uh, I can say that, right? Yeah. I can say white people. Yeah. I don't think there's anything... I don't think any other race can... You can freaking say black people. Who cares? yeah, yeah. But like yeah. you, you don't want pe- people who don't know who they're listening to, or like listening to Nick. Nick Sh- might- Shinyesh is not black. No, no, no. But I like, but like, I'm not saying like, I'm, not, I'm just saying like, there's so much information. That, like, yeah, it's you know, it's the old generation controlling the new generation, and it's stifling the growth of our generation. So, yeah, but I think that's how it's, it's always been going, forever. Is it, yeah, is no, of course, it's stifling, it's the oh, it's stifling the growth. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a, it's a bad stifling thing. growth. Yeah. It's- Stifling growth is a bad thing. I don't think so. I think it's good and bad. You think you, you think having a, limitations on that makes sense? I like, think in terms of slowing it down and enjoying life. But I don't think they're doing it to key. enjoy life. Yeah, that, that's not that's not the uh, the underlying. No, well, I'm not gonna either. I'm not gonna build this road because I want to have a beer later. <laughs> it's like it's not, it, it's about like I don't want to build this road because I know my job and 25 other people around me. Their job is gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. is gonna suffer because they're not ready to educate themselves on the next thing that's happening. Yeah, it's kind of like also because that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. Though they no, no, will no. get pushed out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it will eventually change. And, and, and right now it's yes. not. Yeah. Either they, this is what it comes down to. It's like either adapt or get left the fuck behind. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. Is I mean, I mean. I understand. There was a study that came out recently that said something like, you know, like seventy or seventy percent of Americans or sixty percent of Americans hate what they do for a living. That's fucked Another twenty percent tolerate what they do. They find some uh, purpose in it. They find some. They get slightly something out of work, but they they do it for a job because it's a paycheck and it allows them to live the life they want to live. And then a smaller percentage, uh, a minute percentage, loves what they do. Yeah. Um, I feel like people. This, I'm. You know, you get used to, you get acclimated to what you're doing. You know, uh, change is difficult for almost everybody. I mean, whether it's moving to a new house or or learning a new language or just picking up a book and actually reading it, it's a lot of people uh, are turned off by that idea. So, to find the motivation within individuals to reeducate themselves, to get themselves up to par with technology or their skill set, I don't think it's going to come through personal motivation. It's got to be something that is much broader and uh, kind of, I don't want to say forced down the yeah. throat, but so, but but they need, to, no. they need to be educated. The point is like, as we're saying, you can't go to the boo-foos of West Virginia and tell these people they need to learn how to code. It's not something that's going to happen. But in, in it, well, the jobs, I mean, tech companies aren't, are, are right, well, like, don't learn coding like apps and stuff, but like learn how to <coughs> fucking design a web page. Mind well, no, yeah, I mean, but there's there's other aspects to that. No, that I mean, that's like, having too. a job, you might have to move, relocate. A lot of these, there's a lot of barriers that are involved in kind of getting people to 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 jump. And, and imagine, imagine being the next mayor and saying, "Yeah, I'm going to do all these improvements," and then six hundred motherfuckers around you are saying, well, "What about these?" That's, yeah, that pol- that's why politics suck. Yeah. That's I don't know. You gotta placate so your. You gotta yeah, placate to your voter base. That's why, course. like the old, the only reason I don't go into politics and run for president, everyone, I won't is because you. of the fact is because you would have to deal with this political bureaucracy and bureaucracy is this whole word where people say like, you shouldn't have to, you know, like. There's so many layers to, to it. That I, bureaucracy, but technology right? is creeping into the government. 
I mean, of course, yeah, but like, but it's going through bureaucratic means. I think, like, I think, like, f- when we're like 50, 60 years old, we're gonna be like, holy fuck, finally they're doing this. Well, yeah, I it's think everybody thing. says that. Yeah. Anybody, any kind of secular intellectual or anybody that is in but the as, know. But as is the circle of life in, in this kind of, like, our American society, it, or in, in the general, in general of, of human existence, life will always keep adapting and keep moving and, and, and things will keep changing and, and changing for more and good and bad, but uh, you need to either adapt or you will get left behind. That's just it. And yeah, and I mean, and for the most part, nature took care of that, but yeah. you can't tell that to yeah. people where our nature nowadays is constantly evolving and we don't really don't have the, I mean, evolution and adaptation takes thousands of fucking years. Yeah. You can't just tell people... Um, Aliens are just going to come here and fucking zap us in the brain. And... I, mean, I don't know about that. Sure, make us slaves. That's, okay. that's, what, that's what the people who don't want to keep like learning and adapting, they're, they're, they, they would rather just be you know, a mindless They drunk. are slaves. I mean, some of them are. As long as you get, like, give them the fucking nights and weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a point to that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, people who like Wait, complain about their. Do you remember cell phone plans where you get free minutes on nights and weekends? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you after 9 p.m. because we're yeah. gonna get free nights I and remember, weekends. I remember I used to like talk with friends and or, like girls like, ooh, yeah. I talk as long as I want with this person. Yeah, or like the 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 T-Mobile had the like friends five or the five friends you can call. Oh yeah. Nine minutes. yeah. yeah. Dude, wow, man. dude. What a, what a finesse by these cell phone companies. <laughs> like, they got away with robbery for, yeah. like, for like 10 years. Oh, I'm going to charge you for minutes, even though it costs yeah. me absolutely nothing. I'm going to charge you 12 cents a text. <laughs> this is almost oh, like yeah. a island player. This is a player. Uh, all right, well, that was my pitch to privatize our roads and make them better. I'm just, I'm just forward planning because no, boys, that summer's right around the corner, and when you're going to try to want to get around the city, it's oh, going to be a fucking I, I had, disaster. I had a good, had a good yeah. Because it's going to be con- construction on every road fixing these bottles, and God I mean, forbid yeah, you so try like to get around the city. This winter was kind of super shitty. Oh, it was bad, yeah. What, and, what, uh, how do you... F- I got to change the subject here. Damn, yeah. Scott got the order right. Yeah. I fucked it up last time. Thanks, Scotty. Well, what? How do, you, how do you feel about competition? I love it. It, it would, I mean, it's fueled. Uh, like, I guess, all right, you're working, uh, you're, I mean, you say a nine to five, right? Yeah. What's, what's competition to you? So, in my first company, um, I was an intern. They, they hired me on full time. Oh, uh, this other guy and myself. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, we both came from two different departments and they moved us both to the warehouse. They gave the same roles. Um, and he didn't really look at it like competition, but I, I did. And so, I outworked him, I I outperformed him. I mean, I I look at everything like a competition. I don't know why, but that's just how I'm like wired for some reason. That's good. And and it even happened at my when I worked at Kraft, which is my second job. There was like thirty people in my uh, position, and I just wanted to be better than all of them. I just that's just how I'm wired. I don't. That's just what I, I love competition. I I will compete about anything because I just that's just who I am. Okay, I, I guess you look at a, you look at a competition against people, right? Yeah. So are you, are you working look- at like a are you working at a business? Do you ever like think about your competition? Like you work at this, uh, what's it? What's whatever the what's I the guess company's called. Do you ever think yeah. about a craft? Like oh fuck, they're, they're steep. 
No, because I'm not at that high level yet. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the one who, who's like driving the overall company. I'm, I'm more just driving my sector and business. Um, Do you think if you thought that way, it would lead to better things? Yes, absolutely. So if you stop competing yourself with your employees and started competing yourself with the business man. I would say I don't do it now because I'm at a higher role than I am than my last year. I know, but let's just say, let's just say, this is what I'll lead. Yeah. You're competing yourself to other people, which almost everyone does. Yeah. Naturally. And then you're well lead here and you're competing yourself. Fuck all the people you're working with. Yeah. You're like, this is my role in this business and I'm going to fucking do this as best as I can. And this is, this, my role is going to take the business to the next level. That's what I'm, I'm actually doing like right now. I manage the entire snacks category of my business, and, well, operation side, and you know I'm I'm involved in all the all the operations meetings, all the the contract discussions with our three PLs and our our co manufacturers. So, so I get that. Yeah. Do you think that? Yes. Like I. So do you like <laughs> stop comparing yourself to other employees? Yes. At this at this company, you yes. don't even care. No, I care about what I'm, what I'm doing with this business of yes. the snacks business, and I I'm just trying to drive improvements, uh, drive down costs. Uh, we're doing like a, this huge insourcing project where we're getting out of these three PLs, these co manufacturers, and bringing it, stuff what's inside. What's making you think like that? Uh, it's ways to save money. But like, why? You just like it affects work? it affects the bottom line. But he gains it, recognition for doing his job properly. You your pay. Uh, yeah, performance. Yeah, uh, long yeah. term, yeah. Long term, yeah. Uh, bonus. I get annual bonus. Yeah, but money only takes you so far. You make enough money to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean... So, I guess, I guess... The money, the money is, really isn't the motivator right now. It's it's more like I want to do the best job possible. That's good. Um, but I, I think I kind of get... I, are you looking I'm gonna, for I'm a transition? Apply. Would you like to apply to change? <laughs> so, no. Like, I think I'm, I'm going to apply... Uh, let me try to imply what you're, you're trying to say is, is if I stop focusing on s- smaller picture, which is like my peers who I work with and focus more big picture, then that will drive more, uh, better results or will drive I, better results for the company. Well, I think it'll drive better results for everyone. I think like if people stopped, like in general, comparing each other. Yeah. And just like thought big picture or like this is where we need to go. I think like in general people were just like, okay, like hey, oh well, you know, you have this skill, I have this skill, we can build this wall faster or whatever. That's horrible. Yeah, uh I I agree with that. Like I I definitely definitely will uh what we'll think of like what am I trying to say here? But yeah, I've I definitely gotten past the point where like I'm comparing myself to other people where I'm I'm now just trying to do the best job that I can. What made that transition? I think, I think experience. <clears throat> yeah. Experience? Um, Did you feel like that at craft? Yeah, I think I think craft. When I went into craft, I was nervous because it was it was a huge it's a huge company and I wanted to do good and I want I wanted to prove myself on a, on a, a larger scale scale because the, the company I was at before is super small, um, but being a craft, I kind of. For me, psych myself into but now you're back at a it was a big company compared to craft. Right, with a lot more responsibilities, 
I manage a lot more different aspects, a lot, a lot of different aspects than I did at craft. Where as craft, I focus on one aspect of just yeah, you got a larger repertoire that yeah. you're responsible for. Right. So, for me, having this new role at my company is giving me more bigger picture, uh, giving me bigger picture of of just the overall scale of the business and trying to just make it better. That's the right attitude. So right now I'm not worried about my own personal competition of, of, of my peers. I'm not worried about trying to better the, the, the overall environment I'm in. Well, no, because, I mean, you have your own mentality about your own work ethic and what yeah. you want to get out of the job and what yeah. you require of yourself. So that the competition with your peers will take care of itself with your own mindset. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't necessarily, like, yeah, like, I think you, you kind of summed it up way better than I, I did. Like, sure, I, I was aware of, like, who my peers were and... I didn't want to like. Beat you didn't them. purposely yeah, look pick a single yeah. person out that might have been your competition yeah. performance wise and say I'm going to beat this person every single right. day. You were raised with a mother that had a wonderful work ethic and and those same uh, 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 skills and and just thought process was instilled in you and yeah. you just applied it to your job. I mean. Yeah, and I think I think my first company really like the the managers that I had who were, I think they made it more of a competition than than I really did, but I kind of got sucked into it and. Yeah, but but I, I kind of outshine that kid because he didn't really try, so it yeah. wasn't too hard. Yeah, yeah, it's um, hard to find people that work like that. Um, but but no, I I think I think you you shouldn't have to. You, you shouldn't have to worry about your competition. You should worry about yourself. Uh, worry about the people who you work with, uh, because, like you, I think what you're really trying to get, Dan, is 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 instead of working, uh, like solo work together and you'll build a bigger and better you know yeah uh, yeah and even, even if you company. fail at it I think you learn more oh, oh yeah no. oh yeah I mean at this job I've, I've, I'm still failing like I'm still like I don't always get it right you know um, yeah. I'm still learning and luckily I have a I have a great boss right now he's like the best boss I've ever had at the the what's jobs good, I've had what, what's good about your boss um he just lets me do me um from, from someone who's who has more than like 30 years of experience. He doesn't micromanage. He lets me own it. Like, yo, it's yours. If you need me, pull me in. Um, and if, and I ask him a million questions. Like, that's what I constantly do. And I think people are, that's another thing. People are afraid to ask questions because they don't want to make themselves seem, seem dumb. I am dumb and I will ask you a fucking million questions. That, but, that's another fucking great subject is asking questions. Well, asking questions. Yeah. Ask, well, ask, learning the skill to ask the right questions. Yeah. Well, I think anybody anybody that's worth their weight in regards to a supervisory position that has someone working underneath them that mm. is that actually for me at least and I, granted I've never had anyone that really worked underneath me uh, except for when I worked that uh, Green Apple Campus job. But when people ask questions, I think a, a like I said, a person that's worth their weight in their position and their job and the overall goal for the company, everything like that, loves questions because that means that they understand that person is is invested in their job. I mean. How, how shitty is it to have someone that you, you know, ha- pay a salary to every year that just coasts through and thinks that they can handle everything by themselves and ends up causing more problems or... Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I heard this good quote the other day, and it's like, I don't hire smart people to tell them what to do. I hire smart people to do what they think they're supposed to do. But asking questions is very important at the same time. Like, you want someone... To take initiative. 
Like, yeah. To, to, to just and do, even if they're wrong in the initiative. Yeah. To do uh, or just have the right set of mind. Like even if they fail, like they come back to you and they say, "Hey, um, I tried this, but it but it didn't work." Yeah. But that's that thing more, though. They, like, they they gotta own up. They gotta be honest. I yeah. I, I there was something I read uh, again sometime last year. It was they interviewed a bunch of people that were in supervisor or managerial positions, and one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest issues with their employees was people that lied or didn't own up to their mistakes. And <laughs> there, there's a huge oh, psychology sure. behind this and how people think that say, okay, I asked you to do something and you failed at doing what you did, but if you owned up to why you failed. There's an excuse to why you failed because either you just made that choice to do it or there were some existential circumstances that came up that caused it to fail. But if you were just honest and said, I failed, that's I can't stand with people at my job. I have two or three people at my job that just constantly make excuses. And my boss comes in and she'll Amen. ask me something Amen, and, and, and I, I, I'm just honest yeah. with her. And I said, no, I, I did it this way and she corrects me and I, I understand that she might be annoyed with me admitting that what I did was wrong and I knowingly did it, but she's respects me more in the fact that I owned up to my mistake and just was honest that I did something that I shouldn't have done. Yeah, um, to your point, uh, and my my current job right now, I'm I'm in this constant battle. So I, I just took over snacks like a couple months ago. A uh, guy left, so I just, I backfilled him. And so I, uh, our purchasing manager, he's in charge of, of uh, he's in charge of all of our vendors who supply all, all of our raw materials. So this guy literally misses every, every every time I schedule production, he always has a miss on some material, whether it be like film or boxes or, or, or just like popcorn. You know, how the fuck do you run out of popcorn? We're a popcorn company. Have popcorn always. <laughs> Never run out of that shit. Seems a little counterintuitive so, there, right? And so he spends, like, it, it's like you set your watch to it and he's got an, and it's like every week, it's like we're missing one thing. We can't run it. And it's like, and he spends more time trying to figure out how to get that one thing? No, no, no. How, like, how to not prove it, it wasn't his fault? Yeah. Then, then, he like, he was Batman. So, all of a sudden, the greatest detective to figure right. out how the fuck he fucked. Yeah. So we have we have this item with Sam's Club. It's a, it's Sam's Club number one snack item of their whole all their all their stores across the whole country. We're we're doing this promotion with them. We needed Sam's Club said we needed five thousand pallets, five thousand. Um, this guy only got film for two thousand pallets. So everyone in the entire company's copied on this email and they're trying to they're trying to understand why we didn't have all the film to run all five thousand pallets. Yeah. And he's like, Well, we oversold the forecast. No, there's no forecast. We it's a it's a promotion. Sam's Club is buying five thousand pallets. Yeah. So so you know, his story's just not adding up. It's like, Well, um, I told you guys the vendor couldn't get all the film in time to run. And we're like, Well, why didn't you say this two months ago when we were about to run this? And, you know, again, he's just trying to circle back. And then he was trying to get me involved on the side. Like, hey, didn't we have emails? Didn't we have, like, talk that I couldn't get? Like, no, dude, we had meetings. Like, I didn't say anything to him because he's a manager. I'm, I'm technically only a senior planner. And that's where my boss, Tony, like, he gets involved. Uh, and he's, like, you know, he, he understands, he, like, he is all about the hierarchy. Like, he's this, you're that, you can't do this. And actually recently, like, two weeks ago, I got, like, so fed up with that purchasing manager. Um, and when my boss, Tony, told me that, like that I'm only a planner and he's the manager I, I can't speak to him I I kind of s- snap back to Tony I'm like well make me a manager so I can fucking bury him cause like I'm just tired of like hearing his, his excuses time you said time those again. words yeah I said I'll fucking bur- oh, so I can fucking bury him yeah but yeah Tony was kind of taken back by that I was like I was just kidding but I really meant it 
<laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, well, no, I, I mean, I, I, I've done it plenty of times. People just tiptoe. When it comes to work, people yeah. tiptoe around the issues. So I, had, I, mean. I yeah, so I had sales and marketing call me like, what? How does it, like? We said five thousand pallets, right? Like sales market, like people are starting to figure this out. I'm like, yeah, the logistics don't add up. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, uh huh. And I, I'm not saying anything. I'm like, uh huh. It's like, so why didn't we have it? I'm like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm not the guy that's responsible yeah. for that shit. And so then she's like, because Phil didn't fucking order enough film. So like sales and marketing, like they they went back, they they were firing off all these emails, they copied everyone. What happened was now that we we're late with this promotion, Sam's Club find us eight hundred grand. Eight hundred. Oh, grand. dude. Yeah. 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 That's fucking like ten times the salary, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, that guy, that guy, that guy got a good shellacking from. Oh, uh, from so he TV. did. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. Say. So it's just uh, even even Tony kind of talked to him on the side. Like Tony's very like, he's very um, that's what I'm looking for. It's very nice. Mellow. Uh, yeah, mellow. Like he's like, well, Phil. No, yeah, he avoids yeah. confrontation, not abrasive. Right. Uh, yeah, he's very good at that. Like that's where I'm bad. I'm very confrontational. Well. I'll get in your fucking face. Where Tony is like, he'll ask the right questions to get the right answers, and I—that's something I really need to learn. It, uh, not being so yeah, yeah communication is yeah, huge. Yeah, I mean, when you get to your positions or those kind of levels, but sometimes you need someone that has uh, yeah, me, brass I'm sorry. Size. Well, no, oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah. Sometimes you need the brass you, tacks. You need right. to know when to fucking put your foot down. Yeah, yeah but there, but there's a way. There's a way to say it, and where like I would have said like, no, Phil, you fucked up. I. I can't say that. Well, no, but no, no. I mean, sometimes it does need to be. I mean, those are the type of people. This guy that's been skirting around the yeah. the uh, what the actual cause of all was, right. which was himself. They like, we, they have been placated by people who are soft when it comes to the disciplinary action, whether it's verbally. I'm, well, I, I can only be verbally, can't physically <laughs> discipline yeah. people. But uh, but yeah, they, I mean, everyone wants to kind of be buddy buddy, and then no one. For the most part, doesn't like confrontation, but sometimes that's a, that's one of my biggest issues at work. Is I have a coworker that I personally work with who is uh, um, doesn't pull his weight, and yeah. and it's it's starting to affect me personally in the sense that my mentality at work is that I'm annoyed with this person all the time. So whenever something goes wrong and I have to do something extra, I have a level of uh, uh, just annoyance and I chip on my shoulder about this person that I just can't yeah. stand. And if I would just speak up and say, Ron, this person. You need to do this, this, and this because I've been carrying your ass essentially for the past six months. Um, I just haven't gotten around to doing it because of the confrontation aspect of it. Yeah, so so we spent so he spent two weeks trying to figure out how to make this not his fault, yeah. rather than trying to find a solution. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just like that's a, the yeah. solution. Yeah, the solution. Own right. up to it, and right. if you find a solution, then yeah. everyone will be like, all right. It's, we wasted it's two fun. weeks trying to figure out why we all knew like from the operation side, like we knew why we couldn't run those that full 5,000 pounds but it's like sales and marketing he's trying to like throw throw smoke at them and angle them yeah, yeah, right. to, what, yeah. rather than that, like wasting time finding us like you could have been finding a solution getting us a, a new lead time and when we can get the rest of that film we then wasted more time and then <laughs> maybe it'll leave it up $300,000 bill as opposed yeah, to $800,000 yeah. bill right Jesus so that's uh that's kind of like wow. my yeah that, that we, we uh we went long into my whole Domino's needs to fix our potholes uh, thing. Uh, but, I'm sorry, I kind of checked out for that kind of I left hooked that. Why? Uh, it allowed me to I speak for once in Daniel. I was dealing with a... Uh, not dealing. Uh, I, was, I was engaging our most recent partner on Facebook. Oh, yeah? Who's this new partner? Um, so, 
Dan orchestrated this this partnership. Um, it's with Givling, which is an app. It's like a it's like a HQ trivia app, but it's for the winnings go towards your student loan repayment. So they give out like fifty k, hundred k, whatever it is, to a student loan payment, and um, they have a really highly engaged user base um, that is interested in paying off their student loans. So Dan set up this partnership and we recently launched this um we recently launched um our track trackability stuff um so we shared a link with them and then a whole bunch of people have started engaging on facebook and i'm just kind of replying to those comments um and letting people or answering people answering people's questions okay nice yeah so. You know there's a game show on True TV that you... Yes, very well of it. Are you trying to partner with them? Uh, no. Uh, a game, uh, sorry, a game show to help pay down your student loans. The, yes. the prize money will go to your student loans. Right, yeah. Are you, you're aware or are you engaging we're, with them? We're aware. I don't know if... Dan, did you engage? Uh, I think I tweeted at him. You tweeted at him. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know how... I mean, we'll see. We'll see where that show goes. If it picks up, if it picks up some traction, then, then there's potential there. Okay. Well, Nick, I want to move on to our next topic, and this is one you had last week. Um, etiquette on washing your hands. Yeah. Um, so, do you mind if I call you out on this? Go for it. Um, I'll I'll uh, I'll end off. Hey, yeah, man. This is all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Walid out on this. Sure. So, um, we were at Joanne Garoni's, uh diaper party, baby shower for guys, whatever it is. Yep. Um, Walid and I met in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> met. Yeah. So. Um, and, you know, we were chatting, whatever, taking a piss in the bathroom. Waleed walks out without washing his hands. Yep. Um, that was wrong. And then, wait, wait, wait. So, so I washed my hands, and then I asked Waleed, he's like, hey, man, you didn't wash your hands after you took a piss. And his response was, oh, no, 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 my dick is clean. Mm-hmm. And my, my response <laughs> to that was... I don't care if your dick is clean. I don't want to touch your dick when I shake your hand. Okay. So, like, it's not about, like, every single time I go to the bathroom, like, my hands are fucking dry as fuck. Like, I have, like, this weird fucking dryness on my fingers. It's from the cold. For the, from the cold, yeah. No, it's absolutely from yeah, the cold. I don't yeah, have it in the winter. Uh, no, what's it from? Dehydration? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to... Oh. It's, Nick it's, has some other nefarious it, reason why his fucking hands it's, are dry. It's, it's, it's finger issues. <laughs> no, I was just... It was it a push that up. Um, so, like, whatever, I, like, I, like, every time I wash my hands, they get dry, right? But yeah. every single time I go to the bathroom, even if I don't, like, piss on my hands or whatever the fuck the situation is, I wash my hands. Yeah. Um, and that's not for me, because yeah. I can touch myself with, like, my dick all day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's for the people's hands I'm going to shake and the doorknobs I'm going to touch and everything like that. But, like, you're not the only one. So, at uh-huh. 1871, at the Merchandise Mart... I see a lot of people like walk out without washing their hands, and I intentionally bring the hand, the, oh, the yeah. paper towels I use to dry my hands to the door 
and use it to like Luckily, open garbage. the door. Yeah, there's a garbage right by the door because I don't want to touch other people's dick hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it makes no sense, I'm sure, like, like if I touch my face after touching someone's hand that just recently passed, nothing would happen officially. I uh, appreciate one. you. Dan's handing out cookies, BT Dubs. Take one. One. Take one. Um, I just, like, I don't understand what the big issue is with washing your hands after going to the bathroom. I feel like that's a habit you need to instill in your life. Alright, I got... Uh, one thing to say about that. Yes, yes, yes. Just a rebuttal real quick. I want to apologize. I should. I was wrong for not washing my hands that one time, but I do have a different side of that argument as well. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I work in the healthcare field, so hand washing and, 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 uh, um, uh, infection control is a constant, uh, uh, worry in my, my profession. But outside of that profession, going back to what you guys are talking about, and this was brought to my attention by an ex-girlfriend that I had back in college, is that the, I don't know if there's an official study done, but the whole idea about washing your hands after you use the restroom, I, if, you, if you take a shit, without a doubt, always wash your hands. You should wash your hands always, but what I'm saying is that when it comes to actually taking a piss and touching your cock, uh, the, you should wash your hands actually before you take yeah. a piss. Yep. Yep. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. the the Always actual the, the 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 worry is is that you have been touching people's hands, surfaces, and you touch um, yep. your dick. There's an open there I mean you got a urethra there, you got an open you got a right. your dick hole. Uh, you don't want to be touching that. So that aspect of it is um, it's more it's more of a worry for the person that is actually touching their uh, uh, their, their private parts. Washing hands after, I've certainly been guilty of that. Going back to what Nick said, living in my apartment, um, I don't sit there and touch every surface of the apartment so right. that Nick can touch my, my uh, the right, leftover right. Uh, excrement dick of my residue. dick. Yeah. Dick residue. Uh, but yeah, I think back to etiquette. Etiquette regards yeah. to the general public, I think. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not, and again, I'm not saying it's like a, oh my God, I'm worried about No, I, I, no, no, I know, I know, I get like that. I, I, I wanted to be the contrarian yeah, and yeah, I wanted yeah. to be like, oh, you're, you're an asshole for eating an asshole no, and, and, and fucking I'm, wash his hands. But no, yeah, I, I, I think yeah. Uh, just general etiquette, like you said, especially at a bar when yeah. we're with a bunch of our buddies yeah. that and, and you I, know you're going to be shaking hands with. I, yeah, I will say this, uh, like, you know, like I said, I, I should have washed my hands regardless before or after. I should have washed them anyways. I didn't because, one, I was, like, just drunk and, like, two, it was just a... Trinity bathroom on Northwest Highway is a really small <laughs> fucking bathroom. No, yeah, like, you, I'm not saying there's a benefit. Like, you yeah. might even get more bacteria by washing your hands and touching those handles. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm a, so, like, trust me, I fancy yeah. myself a serial hand washer. Okay. Like, I am a very, like, I wash my hands, like... When you've like, had a couple uh, pops in you, you yeah. sometimes just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah two, two things... And my uh, argument was Scott's argument. If the bathroom is dirty as fuck, I am not washing my hands because I feel like my really? If it's like just nasty, dude. I'll still wash my and hands. And two, isn't it crazy what bacteria can do to a human? They can like yeah. put you on your fucking knees. It can kill you. Like, like, well, yeah. Have you ever like got like the stomach flu from like or like some fucking like bacteria that's got in your stomach? Well, it's a virus, but. Oh, I want to learn more about that. What do you mean? Well, let Dan finish. Go ahead. Yeah. But I mean, bacteria starts viruses. No. Those are two different things. Yeah, they're two different organisms. I'm an organism, man. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're like friends to each other in my my eyes, but yeah, they operate in different. I mean, the the common the common cold is a virus. 
and there's no vaccine or yeah, antibiotics or anything to take care of it. You do have a bad bacteria in in you. Wait, so it's all it cold, can't, it can't it's all cold medicine and fucking fraud? So a virus? Will fuck you no, up, cold, medicine, yeah, yeah. cold medicine treats the symptoms of the cold. It doesn't treat the cold itself. But you can't, uh, you can't kill the virus. Mm-hmm. The bacteria, the bacteria so, 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 yeah. Bacteria is a basic, like, multicellular organism that just constantly multiplies. Good and bad. Yeah, yeah, it just constantly multiplies and replicates itself. Whereas a virus attacks your cells, injects its DNA, or its, I don't know if it's DNA or RNA. I don't know if it's whatever whatever the fuck that is. But then it kills that cell, and then once that cell dies, it explodes, essentially, and spreads those, the, the DNA, essentially, other viruses to latch onto other cells. A virus oh, can affect your other cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas bacteria has to infect individual cells, the virus is capable of infecting, you know, hundreds or even potentially thousands of other cells. Kind of Millions. Thing, but yeah. Millions. So, I mean, either or, like, you touching a door handle, whether it has a virus... No, no, yeah, it, yeah. It Wash your hands. We'll so, like care this, of this or. whole conversation isn't about like the actual biological or or like medical thing. It, yeah. yeah, it's like I don't want to shake your hand after you touched your dick. Yeah, it's as I don't as want that. to do yeah. that. The basic etiquette. Yeah. yeah, like it has no effect. Like my my, my life will never change if I shake a hundred hand hands that have taken yeah. a piss. But, yo, but like, it's just like, I don't want to have yeah, those I don't want to, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. I, when I go to a restaurant, I don't want to think about some uh, cook that wiped his ass right. and didn't fucking... Uh, Even though it didn't affect your meal, or like a hair in it, whatever it is, like, I just yeah. don't want that. I thought of it in itself. But yeah. but to, to, to that, my whole argument is that you should always... If you're gonna wash your hands, you I should just, always I, wash your hands. I use different fingers. You need to wash your hands before... before and after. Yes. Alright, so when I, when I, like... You need to wash your hands... Wash so before, the etiquette itself, the etiquette before, itself before. comes from the the general public. You don't right. want to mm-hmm. mix your germs or whatever. T- the simple right. idea of touching your dick it's and spreading about, with other people. Like, it's not even about germs. Like, well, no, yeah, but, but uh, what yeah. I'm saying is that the, the beforehand washing is for your own personal benefit. Hey, and, and look at everyone Everyone who's at Joe's party, anybody sick? No, no my dick, right, and it's not that. that my but dick's like, clean. I have no. your dick have in my, my DNA. I have story. My dick's clean. I have your dick in my DNA now because I shook your hand. I have herpes. So that's when it can become a case. Yeah, uh, but yeah. like no, but it's like, not, dude. I had a uh, past employee at herpes, and uh, <laughs> I used to no, it's all it's all through bodily fluid. We're definitely over sixty it. minutes. No, no. Uh, no, no, we're good, we're good. Dude, the funny, uh, I gotta tell you this funny story about. We'll make it quick because I, I have something you you had you had a, a game plan about what we want to talk about, and I have something I have. Well, a yeah, we'll, let, we'll, we'll we got we have uh, we like, extended last time. We yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. We'll, we'll extend. We'll, we'll do a we'll do a sponsored anchor break, and then we'll uh, we'll get into yeah, yeah, to cool. Dan. Harry's. Yeah. So. No, fuck Harry's. Pay us. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll do a quick anchor sponsor uh, anchor break, and we'll get right back into it. Yeah. All right, back from our sponsored break. Shout out to Anchor, Dan. You had something you wanted to talk about before the break? Uh, I mean, it's not like super crucial, but uh, no. What's my, on your mind? My coworker, my coworker. He was he was he was a good looking lad, right? Mm-hmm. Very muscular. Uh, okay. You want to fuck him? Wrong, yeah. wrong ambitions. Nothing wrong with that. Wrong ambitions, though. Like, that's something. He, he was just he was just too like concerned about like. I'm not saying like I'm not saying his fucking life's over. I don't want to say even say that because he he is a hustler. He he's a go getter. Uh, he always has a positive attitude. Um, but he was fucking uh, other women left and right. And, oh, guy. And I and I told him like, dude, this shit's gonna catch up. He's like, yeah, 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 whatever, <laughs> right? 
No joke, because, like, you know when guys talk, they, you know, they, it's like girl talking. Oh, well, at least we talk more, more about what happened, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, Get it, bro. And uh, he, he led the conversation of, like, you know, hooking up with all these women. And, Scott, uh, did you really just order this on Amazon? What is That's it? me. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I put it in Scott's name. It, it, no, it's it's going to our apartment. Yeah, no. What is it? Can I say it? Yeah. Trojan Ultra Thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I put it in Scott's name so it'd come here. Wait, uh, I was like, you got it for him or yeah. you got it for you? No, I got it for myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what, uh, are, what are, like, how that, like, that just came together? <laughs> That's, I'm sorry, go Yeah, ahead. fuck off. <laughs> Nick, he's in the middle of a thought. Well, I'm sorry, like, I, like, uh, no, no, this, 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 uh, this, this goes back to my, into what the fuck you're yeah, talking this about. Yeah. my thought is always for protection. Yep. Um, but, I mean, that's for me and my girlfriend, yeah. but, um, at the same time, I kept telling him, like, dude, relax, relax, relax. Is this the guy, the, the guy at Mazda? Yeah, and then, uh, you know, one day, like, literally, I see, I've seen this happen, which, like, you, like, you always think of, like, oh, this person has a, has a, like, uh, what, what's it called? Affinity? A, a sexual disease, or oh, STD? STD, like yeah. Herpes. Yeah, herpes. Uh, you see it in someone before they say something? No, but like you always just hear about it. No one talks about it. And uh, it was this guy, and he's like, he's literally showing me pictures of his like junk. Oh, like oh, really? a partial junk. And he's like, hey man, do you think this is this or this? <laughs> and he was like Shit. referencing some kind of skin, yeah. uh, like irritation, what, like what did he think disease. It was? And I'm like, it being right next to your junk. Yeah. It's this. Yeah. Which is? And he was herpes. Okay. And, like, like to get that news, I knew it was, like, like if I got that news, I'd be fucking devastated. Yeah, man. Like, like that's, it's, that's, it's yeah, that's serious. Yeah, how did you know to diagnose it as, as herpes? Well, he showed me a picture of his, like, not, like, his total junk, but just, like... The area that was infected. Yeah. If you want to be me, me, me more specific, it's, it was the bottom of his shaft... He took a photo of all these like, like, like you know, oh, her, herpes, right? Yeah. And uh, oh, so you just compared to other pictures. <laughs> well, he's like, he's like, these are the photos of this. These are the photos of this. Okay. I'm like, well, they they both look <laughs> super <laughs> similar, <laughs> right? And I'm like, but it's right next. to It's like on your junk, like yeah. it's this. And he was in denial for like a good two weeks, and he finally went tested, and like. He got the news, and, like, that that's a fucking life-changing... Well, yeah, that's know. huge, yeah. Like, yeah. Man, like, a, like so, as a guy. And, and I, like, I work at a car dealership, which is, like, male-dominant, and it is 24-hour bust and balls. Like, literally, Busting if you're chefs. not at work, <laughs> fucking making fun of someone, chefs. you're oh, on your right, phone yeah. texting them that... Telling them they're 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 whatever or oh, they're pussy let's, or they're you know let's let's hear these jokes. I want to hear some some herpes jokes. Dude, I, I can go through. No, my, let's oh, not talk. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, well, let's but, not demonize herpes. And, and, like I'm not gonna lie, that I bust his balls a little bit. Yeah, because he was so cocky in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But like I respected it. Like I was just like, you have a whole other problem. Like like this is not like, oh you're fat. Yeah, this yeah. is like you, you can't. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, like, it's oh, with well, him for the rest it, of his life. It's like the step, uh, his the step above. Yeah. You exactly. have cancer. Yeah. 
and you you have six months to live. Like yeah. it's literally like that. It's but like, like what what the situation with that is like. You have to co- have a conversation with everyone. Like if he's single, yeah, you have to have yeah. a conversation with everyone. Yeah, if you're going to be like, hey, being, yeah. are you ready to ruin your life to be with me? Yeah. So like the girlfriend he had had at the time. Oh, this was the worst. The the one you don't want to get. This yeah, this is herpes. Herpes is the worst. This is herpes on the worst. junk. Oh, I thought you said he got AIDS. No, that's what you're implying. That's what I said. Not AIDS, but I'm like, oh. this is a step above, like, like the bottom level, I guess. I thought you so said it's like he, AIDS and herpes because herpes you can't cure with. Yeah, I, I thought all I, other ones you can. I thought you said he had, he had six months. Like he had six months to live. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I mean, no, yeah. I meant a step you above. HIV like, this is like one more below this. Okay, you're fucking dead. Like you know. Yeah, because you can live with herpes. You you have a shortened lifespan with AIDS. Right? Yeah. Well, potentially, so, I have a patient well, now that got, uh, he got, he was diagnosed with HIV back in the 80s when it was at See, that's worst. HIV, right? That's diagnosed. Well, HIV doesn't, AIDS doesn't come out of nowhere. HIV is a precursor yeah, to Yeah, precursor, AIDS. right. So, but you yeah. can live with HIV if you manage it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so, yeah, like I said, um, this guy, I mean, at, the, at the, the, the apex of the epidemic, he got it at the time before when they thought that you could just kiss somebody and get right. fucking HIV. Um, and the the prescription of I actually asked him about this uh, Monday, and he told me that he was been on the same medication that he was originally put on when he was first diagnosed with it, and it's still been working for him that's up good. until twenty nineteen. So you know, wow, uh, twenty one years, and he's been having that's HIV, crazy. and he's still uh, or thirty one years. 30 yeah. Years. So so then, like, what what are you saying about this guy that yeah had, had what, what's the bottom line of this what's yeah. the bottom line I mean I, there really isn't a bottom <laughs> like we're talking do, about do what Dan did and order yourself some condoms from Amazon yeah protect like, yourself ultra thin. But, yeah. Like, so like okay yourself. not to get gross like why did you order that uh Rachel doesn't do birth control so I okay. wear condoms okay nice being responsible yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Sexual responsibility. Oh, the, there's plenty of times <clears throat> where it doesn't, responsibility doesn't occur, yeah. but... Um, it scares. Especially when there's some fucking Jack Daniels. I mean, I'm, I'm so far into this relationship where, like, at the point where, like, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, you know, yeah. like... Yeah. It's, it's been co- a couple of years, but, like, you know... Yeah. But you're still, like, at a... Well, I, I just, you know, I'm still, like, at the point where I'm enjoying it, but, like, there's so much shit in front of us where if we brought yeah. a baby on board, it's... Yeah, you gotta start a baby. But, like, let's talk, like, that baby, like, like you guys want to have a baby. I'd have a kid right now, I could. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean... Mike Land, my, our CTO, has a baby and he's running this yeah, company. Yeah, his wife's a lawyer. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, you can't support like, yeah, I mean, fiscal responsibility. Like, thank God, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, that's great. But what does like, Rachel do? She's still in school. Oh, okay. Like, can you imagine that? Like, oh, here's your uh, senior year of grad hey, but no school. offense, no offense. You think it's a big problem, but you'd figure it out. Oh, well, of I course. Know, I know, but I, I yeah. like... But I it's another like, problem, yeah. a huge like, problem, and, the and, largest problem right. that you probably have to deal with. It's, 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 it's a blessing. Let's not call it a problem. It's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, let's not call it okay, a problem. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all yeah. right. Uh, how about a hump in the, uh... Yeah. uh it's, you know, it's a hurdle. You know, it's order of his fucking life. Is if later down the road I found out, like, I was sterile. And I was like, fuck, I've been using... It's like, motherfucker. Actually... Uh, not to get too much on a tangent, but uh, I 
you guys all know Dr. Drew? You know who yeah, he is? Yeah, yeah. He started he's a podcast best, a couple weeks ago. It's called Dr. Drew After Dark. And, a few uh, weeks ago, I listened to that when I was yeah. like, oh, beat 96. No, no, that was a different thing. He, he started a, that was a radio show. Now he has right. his own podcast. Oh, okay. And, uh, uh, fuck, why, the, why did I bring him up? He was talking uh, to, was it pregnancy? Pregnancy scares or something. Oh, man, I'm, he was talking, to, I was watching the podcast with him and Bobby Lee, who's a comedian. And he was talking about some nonsense. Ah, I'm sorry. Let's just nix that because uh, I don't. I don't remember what I was oh, thought. I feel like everyone's got a podcast on. I think you. Everyone should have a podcast. Uh, Doctor Drew is the original podcaster on the radio. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, just having a talk show at well, night. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ! And the Johnny Carson had a podcast because he just because it, <laughs> it was live TV. TRL? No, no, dude. No. Johnny he was That's voice, right. and he literally just had a conversation. It was, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was structured a bit, but... Well, look at every comedian podcast nowadays. All they do is have other comedians on and talk about their fucking life experiences. I mean, it's it's following the same kind of... Uh, I, want, I want all of our friends, everyone that we know, to have their own podcast, because then I'll listen to it all, and I'll be updated on all of our friends. You would really <laughs> listen to hours of, of audio? Yeah. Of, the, of the homies, the people that I love? Hell yeah. It'd be, it'd be like talking to them on the phone, but... You're not really engaged with them, yeah. but like you. Yeah, but there's some. You. But there's some friends you can talk to for an hour, and there's some friends where you're just like. Well, those are the friends that you want to only tune in for a couple minutes. There you go. You get the gist of it. Like, all right, I'm done with you. Right, all right. Uh, but there needs to be a summary in front of every. That's right. <laughs> oh no, no, Nick. Nick writes all of our summaries. Shout out, Nick. <laughs> it does. Yeah. He, yeah, he writes it in in the bio of the of the podcast. Damn, I need to take a big role in this bitch. Um. You want to you wanna run the social? Uh, that <laughs> sounds pretty fucking boring. Alright. Yo. I don't like social. I guess did not. you see the... Scott, did you... Do you are you friends with uh, Teresa on Snapchat? Uh, no. Oh my god. Alright. Wait, uh, Al? Cool? Al's, Al's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You well, know why I think this podcast is, is entertaining, at least to us? Is that we're not smoking marijuana. No, Who's to say I did it beforehand? I don't think you did. No, I did. I don't think you did either. I don't um, think that's the sole I, like, purpose. Like no, because like when you smoke around, you're just like, oh, I'm asleep. I'm stupid. Well, like, <laughs> well I'm gonna tell you. Says the guy that drinks did. five days a week. Yeah, no, like so I, I do drink a lot. Five, like seven. No, I don't drink on Saturdays and Sundays. Because um, Ash is around. Yeah, yeah like I don't need liquor because I got that high right there. <laughs> oh. Why did your uh, tone of your voice change? Why you got an accent all of a sudden? Um, I, I guess because I use accents with Ashley. No, you don't. You're lying, yes. if, <laughs> if so, if you were part of like the conversations that Ashley and I have regularly, you think I'd, I'd be even more weirder than I am with you guys. Oh, I know you're yeah, fucking weird. Yeah. Well, and she, she, she. Oh, hello. My name is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. She, she, uh, she gives me little snippets. Uh, yeah. The few times we've gone to shirts and driving about the kind of shit you did on the day before. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was weird, but I don't know he's this far. And, and it's not about weird. It's just like I don't know. No, weird isn't a bad thing. Yeah. I, I, I always associate, and <laughs> sorry, I don't want to mean to spend too much time with this, but weird I always associate is just like literally that that person's personality. Like, like yeah. everybody has their own personality, and 
you know, Joe Schmo down the street might consider you weird or you weird or you weird or me weird, but the, the person that's behind him might consider only you yeah, weird right. and me weird and these two fucking normal people. Right. So, uh, weird me is, weird yeah. is just literally the substrate for personality in general. Substrate. Yeah, I like that. That's good. I like that. But I was going back, sorry, Alice's girlfriend, she posted a snap. It's fucking, you're going to love it. I'm going to post it on uh, our Instagram. So follow, follow our Instagram account, Monday Night Hustlers. Yes. Uh, Scott, you're going to love it. But Scott, you had a, a science topic you wanted to talk about. Get yeah, it. so uh, Get one of the um, <laughs> requirements, responsibilities, uh, just general ideas that was presented to me was that I come up with my own segment. Uh, one of the main kind of subject matters that I have am constantly invested in is science. I just love the physical world around me. I love learning about it. And one of the things I wanted to talk about today was something that was brought up in the news either slightly over the weekend or either today. Um, well, I'm excited. But the U.S. Uh, has surpassed last year already in the first uh, two and a half, two months of the year has already surpassed the number of measles uh, cases. I heard about that. Um, Essential oils. Let's go. <clears throat> so essentially, uh, give me a second. I'm sorry. I didn't. I should have written up nope, the statistics real quick. But like, finish. there there was someone at Midway Airport <clears throat> yeah. that had measles, and like they literally was on the news. It was like if you were at Midway between uh, 10 p.m. and 12 p.m. or 12 a.m., you need to go to the doctor because someone had measles there. But what's this whole measles thing? So, uh, according to the latest statistics from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 2019 has already seen 159 individual measles cases in 10 states, approximately 50% of which were linked to one outbreak around Clark County in Washington State and Portland, Oregon. By comparison, there were just 120 cases in 2017 and 86 cases in 2016. So I bring this up just to get a general idea. Um, this article itself attributes most of the reasons why this is happening because of anti-vaxxers and people that refuse to <laughs> vaccinate their kids. And I kind of wanted to get a general idea about each of you and what your thoughts about our vaccines or and are you conspiratorial at all about the vaccinations itself or if you have reservations about actually vaccinating your kids for specific diseases, whatever the case may be. I just want to throw that out to the floor and so give like, you all general what, So first about of all, let's, <clears throat> what is measles? Uh, I cannot honestly attest to the uh, definition of it or the symptoms of it. From my understanding, it's something, uh, symptoms-wise, it's kind of similar to chicken pox, but it's more deadly. Uh, oh, it's deadly. People, people get... Uh, slight an growth infection, on the viral disease causing fever and a red rash on the skin. Yeah, yeah. So it, typically it, occurring in childhood. Yeah. So it, it, it looks it looks very similar to chickenpox. If That's I'm good. not okay. mistaken, uh, it has been in the past. It has been the two of them have been not interchangeable. <coughs> but they've been uh, uh, confused. Uh, doctors and people that diagnose it have been confused between chickenpox and measles. But uh, it is it's certainly much more deadly than what measles is. So are we, are we talking about the whole anti-vax thing? No, no, no I just want to get... Yeah, yeah, so a little bit of that, and, and well, mostly that, is, essentially, is like, do yeah. you think that... So conspiratorially speaking, people think... Uh, people that... I want to say mainstream anti-vaxxing establishment or people that think about anti-vaccination think that 
um, the government are either adding chemicals mm -hmm. or um, other agents into the vaccine themselves that are. I don't know. I don't know what. I think that. I think, so I think that about the flu shot. Okay. Like, like Same. oh, flu shot's forty percent effective, so it's not effective, so I yeah. shouldn't get it. Why the fuck would I do it? But like vaccinations, as long as they're backed by data. Well, yeah, it's one of those things exactly like, like polio and and measles and well, so so like measles encompassed with uh, a few others. It's called an MMR. Yeah, MMR, which is measles, mumps, and rubella. So that's a vaccine you go to get, uh, and it, it covers those three uh, diseases, <clears throat> essentially. And I just kind of wanted to get all of yours, just a general idea about your thought process about whether it's uh, government intervention or just conspiratorial thought processes. Like, it doesn't have to go down the road of the moon landing wasn't real. But vaccines, anti-vaxxers, do you think they have any validity whatsoever to their thought process and that? No, so whether it's, yeah. let me finish this yeah. thought real quick, is that whether people think that, like I said, I don't know the general thought process behind anti-vaxxers, whether, I know some of them think that it's an anti, or it's a, the government is trying to control the people or that the That's government famous. is actively adding chemicals to the vaccines to control the population so that these people die of other conditions down the road. Um, that's kind of my own general knowledge about the anti-vaccine. Uh, so, so okay, so I want your thoughts on that. Yeah, so like what I think, I think the extreme thoughts of the anti-vaxxers is just what you explained right there. It's like, oh, government conspiracy theory. Yeah. But what I think the more logical version of it is, hey, do I really need to vaccinate my kid if there's a holistic approach to this? Or, or if, you know, there's a way to prevent this outside of what I've been told from the medical field. Because, like, holistic medicine is is a huge thing right now, right? So, like, yeah. you, you uh, eat herbs and eat whatever, and you, you diet, diet therapy or whatever you want to call it is, like, you can prevent cancer with that. You can cure cancer with that in certain, certain respects. But... As as a like if I was a parent and I had a child, I'd get them vaccinated after doing my research about the benefits of that vaccination. Yeah. So, so like the traditional only... diseases and like viral diseases like mumps and MMR, whatever it's called. Yeah, rubella and, yeah. and measles, yeah. Yeah, like obviously you like doctors have spent decades to figure out yeah. how to solve that. This problem, wasn't right? something that came up out of right. nowhere. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think society's developed enough to uh, track us down via these, like... Yeah. Or, yeah, like, kill I, us. I just feel like people don't give a shit enough to, t to, to, to make the effort to take control over society. Yeah. When society's already, in a way, stupid enough. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of people that have the mentality about the anti-vaccination anti movement... I think a lot of them think it's like about freedom of choice, too. Well, freedom... I understand the freedom of... Well, okay, well... I'll, 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 I'll touch I'll touch on that in a second yeah. but the same people that think you know so one of the mainstream kind of things and I understand this to an extent and I haven't done my research on it and hopefully in the future when I present these kind of subject matters I'll have a little bit more of a backing when I talk about this to understand the, the thought process behind the people that are rejecting the idea is that there are certain chemicals that are <clears throat> excuse me 
certain chemicals that are added to the vaccines that don't seem to be necessary yeah. for the actual vac vaccination itself. Um, they, some people feel like, yeah, those chemicals are detrimental to a person's overall health and all that jazz. Um, but as a whole, do you guys understand how vaccines work that... You People, put a little bit of the the virus in you, right? Or a little bit of the yeah, but but the the so so, not to get use this analogy about the sheep kind of you know we hear this all the time that people are sheeple or people are sheep and they just listen to whatever the mainstream media or the government says, but the 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 consistent thought process about vaccinations is is that there there. Are, a small percentage of people that can't accept vaccination because their bodies either reject right. it or they have adverse effects to the vaccine themselves, so the vaccine doesn't actually take. So the idea is that we we vaccinate everybody, so the few people that actually don't aren't capable of uh, uh, receiving the vaccine or um, reject the vaccine, whatever the case may be, um, there's very few people that actually can affect infect other people with the condition that they are susceptible to or, or can receive. Um, so there's, there was a, a, um, kind of a political cartoon that I saw, uh, was it last year or two years ago where they showed kind of, they were trying to represent a, a disease with, um, like a, a cartoonish figure It had arms and legs and eyes <laughs> and a face, but it looked like, like a piece of mucus or a bacteria. And it was encased in all these syringes, like a jail cell that were syringes broken into the ground. And the political cartoon was is that there was a person or a hand that had a, a tool that was snipping all of the syringes, essentially saying that the less people we vaccinate, the more opportunity is for this disease to spread to other people because there are less people that are vaccinated by it. It's not so much that for most people, individuals cannot pass this disease because they're vaccinated, but the more people that don't vaccinate their kids allows to be an incubator for these diseases and essentially spread it to the population. Um, I, Outside of the vaccinated people. Yeah, exactly. So, so for the most part, the vaccinated people are going to be okay, but still they have a percentage to actually still contract the disease because, because of whether the vaccination they use wasn't the same strain that is available in the public now. Yeah. So essentially it is, you vaccinate everybody, as many people as possible, and there's fewer people that can actually contract the, the disease or condition or whatever it might be uh, vac vaccinating against. Um, do you guys think that there's any validity to that? Or do you think that it's literally, do you think schools or the government should regulate whether your kids should be forced to so be yeah, injected yeah. by? So I uh, think if you're going to a school with, other people and like you're as, as a child you're going to yeah if you're gonna rely on the government to educate right. your kids you if should you wanna, rely on the government yeah. to actually if yeah. you're gonna homeschool you don't have to do shit right yeah. just don't bring your kid around me put it in a bubble right yeah put that kid in a bubble just do whatever you want like you you have the right the freedom as an american mm -hmm. to do that right well but that's like, what i'm saying do you do you think that's do you think that is an actual right of a person or do you think that if let's say measles became much more of an issue. So I was reading a little bit that there were, um, uh, on average, there were 50,000 people that I think were infected by, or 100,000 people uh, previous to the vaccination that was uh, uh, instituted in the, in the United States, that there were 50, 000, or 100,000 people that were infected by measles annually worldwide. And of that, was that the case? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it was 100,000. I can't remember the numbers exactly, but there was a uh, minute percentage, like 500 or 1,000 people that died from it every year. Okay. Do you think that those are enough numbers to institute the government to force you to get your kids vaccinated? 
or do you think that it becomes a personal choice issue? I mean, do you want to get political about it? Or do you want to just stay with the vaccination piece? Well, no, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be political. Like, you say so, like, so, 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 it could be. This could spill over into a hundred different issues right. within our, our our society now. Do you think, as a honest, um, responsible adult that has children? Whether the government's involved or not, do you think that you should be resp- you should be held to a standard that hey, if my kid is, it, it's one thing if you homeschool your kid and your kid never goes out in public or, or is never in a group of people. Um, well, I mean this this overrides that case regardless. But do you think the government should ever be involved in the in the institution of vaccinating your kids and preventing them from spreading diseases, despite your own personal choice to do so? This has not, so so when, when I say that I mean I'm saying that the government is thinking of the overall overall well being of the country rather than like uh having a political motive. All right. Um, I'm really resistant with uh, being told what to do by a government body of when it comes to like personal issues outside of like things that are for the better good of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do understand especially with disease and like stuff that can virally grow into a big issue yeah that it's important to contain that but at the end of the day you as an american have the right to reject that um and there are consequences you should face because of that Mm -hmm. like not being able to go to public school and like maybe go to a private school with only people that haven't been vaccinated and like deal with the repercussions of that but I do think there should be a policy and um, a kind of, you know, regulatory body that deals with that stuff. Um, But at the end of the day, people are going to make their own decisions. um, And you just, like, like if, for instance, if I was an anti-vaxxer, or whatever they call it, um, and I decided not to vaccinate my kid, I'd have to deal with, all right, I'm going to have to homeschool my kid. Because he can't go to public school. He or she can't go to public school. Or it, if it decides to be in it. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah, PC. Hey, take a left hey, turn on this podcast. Hey, all day. Hey, gender is a spectrum, okay? Hey, no, I'm, not even, say, I'm not even Your saying that. Your kids choose what they want to be. I'm not even saying right. that. Like, what if it's a dog? No. You can't. <laughs> what, if, what if I have a child that I... What if I have a dog that I feel is my child? I'm not going to vaccinate it. All right. But that dog is a boy or a girl. <laughs> it's a male or a female, not a boy or a girl. I don't care, dude. Yeah, me either. Dan, you need to let your ch- children make the choices for them. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I'm on... I'm on Lemon recipes? I'm, I'm on the opposite side of that. Um, ain't nothing essential oils can't cure. <laughs> uh, so I went, I went and Googled some, uh, some top essential oils. So if you want to... For mumps? Huh? For mumps and measles? Yeah. Uh, number one, lemon oil. Mm-hmm. Lemon oil, you can right. find it. Way to promote that holistic medicine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just thought it'd be funny to bring in all, all the, yeah, all the yeah. No, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, lemon oil, you can buy this commercially at your Damn. local grocery store okay. for less than fifteen dollars. Lemon oil has uh, shown a powerful, powerful, powerful effects on moods. Study finds that lemon oil vapor is an antidepressant. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to deny the uh, some of the abilities or claims that essential oils might provide to people. I don't think that lemon oil prevent you from contracting fucking measles 
and prevent you from spreading it to other people. No, there's but... more essential oils, Scott. No, yeah, there, there are more. This is one of them. Well, listen, I'm one of those people that believes that there is almost, for every condition and disease on this planet, there is a plant or a fungus or an animal or a, uh, something on this planet that can cure or, or uh, uh, intervene in the uh, uh, growth of that condition. Uh, but yeah, the, the so yeah, if, if you're feeling sick and you and you got a cold, um, cinnamon oil. Cinnamon oil is an aromatherapy that can uh, topically be used uh, to clear up chest colds, uh, can soothe muscle aches, pains. Um, what's next? Uh, you have lemongrass oil. I mean, most medication is made out of different derivatives of things that come from plants. Exactly. That's why get your fucking essential oils. And that'll fucking help all your diseases. I love, I, I love, uh, this is funny you actually bring that up because yeah, last week when that, when that shit came out about Midway Airport, uh, my boy, uh, Kent, uh, he knows quite a few people in his inner circle, uh, from high school who are all about anti-vaxxers. Like, yeah, they don't want to vaccinate their kids. And so I, I, I mean, jokingly, I was just like, yo, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essential oils ain't nothing, ain't nothing that can't cure. Yeah. And so yeah, I just, I, I didn't even know, I, I just knew of the joke, but uh, I was just doing some quick googling of, of all these fucking oils. You just imagine like, yeah, hey, kid, you got measles? Yeah, let me give you this fucking uh, yeah. lavender oil. Yeah, exactly. Let me, let me spread some eucalyptus on your chest. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, no, I, I am a, I, I'm a, a, a vaxxer. Get, you're good. Yeah. Vaccinated. Well, I mean, I, I think that, um, like I said, I, I went to a Catholic grade school and a Catholic high school, and there was a myriad of, uh, uh, there was a list of things that we we had to prove that we were free of before we were able to actually enter the campus of that school. So, um, Daniel, you got any input on this, or we could be able to kind of pass on our thoughts? Vaccinations. Yeah. I mean, do you think do you think the sacrifice of the individual? So I'm one of those guys. Uh, I might be. We're all different on the political spectrum, and this comes from kind of a libertarian kind of stance. Uh, I essentially don't. I, I don't. He's not libertarian. Um, uh, I don't think I that the Bernie, government bro. should be in the business of telling you what to do. But if it comes to the overall betterment and good for the general population, your individual rights in that given instance might be suspended slightly. Uh, if, 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 like I said, if, if, yeah, if there was a, a case of... a very democratic thing to say. Uh, I would say it's kind of... Well, I, would, I, I would say it's more... Sense. I would say it's common sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a secular hey, idea. guns kill people. Let's, let's restrict those rights. Yeah, and they've tried to do that and it still hasn't worked. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but my, 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 my idea is, my, is, let's say, so one of the worst... So let's say the Black Plague came back or smallpox well, came black, back. Though. Because that's what it was named, uh, or small. Oh, fine, we'll go smallpox. I don't. I'm not. I'm not hating on the small people of this world. Uh, How do you but small people from having kids. Well, uh, we can. That could be a whole other yeah. subject matter because I have a lot to say about that. But let's say smallpox, which is like one of these deadliest diseases that's kind of ever uh, um, been recognized by the human condition. Do you think if there's an outbreak of it that was effectively killing people in this country that every person should be sitting in a line at a clinic getting a smallpox vaccination despite their own objections? Isn't that it? how Hitler did it? So uh, is that no. a five-minute question towards me, or did that just spiral into something else? Okay, well, no, it, it plays into what you're saying. Is like if you, so, so, so I was just asking it in a kind of a more dramatic sense, is that I, if there was a deadly disease out there, do you think that it's you, you're... Personal should be required. Choice. Yeah, yeah, you should 
forcibly required to get a, a if vaccination. If you want to be part of society, yes. Uh, there kind of, a quick parallel was the I don't know I mean what and I haven't seen it in a long time I only saw it once actually was the movie Contagion with Matt Damon video. it came back out in like twenty the late I put uh, psychedelic videos jeez I'm like what the fuck is this I'm going through a tunnel um, anyways uh, yeah there was the Contagion movie uh, they found a cure for it and every person was obligated by the government uh, to get the vaccination or the cure for it. Um, do you think in those moments that that's something that should be required? I feel like if there was a plague, the government would take advantage of it. Like, oh my god, everyone has to do it. Okay. All right, take this shot, put this chip in. Take the shot, Uh, put this chip in. Some ulterior motive in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know. I like I said. I I like to. I I understand some people that have the conspiratorial thought process. I understand that you know you want to know what your kid is being injected with. I mean, there's, I don't know the, the chemical elements that are involved in some of these things, but uh, I know that some people question why they're actually involved in the vaccination, but I also understand that regardless of how vaccinations work and keeping things like polio and measles and whooping cough and all these other diseases that have been eradicated, um, essentially uh, eradicated, uh, that the general public should kind of uh, uh, be forced to... I think people should stop worrying about these bigger things and focus on what's important to them and their tribe. I've always okay, yeah, that, that, that's that's a different yeah, that's a different yeah. talk. I, I certainly understand talk. that, but uh, but but like I said, it's like if you were a parent right now and and you sent, let's say you're you, you had a, a six year old that was in what first first grade or se- seven years old in first grade, yeah. and you sent them to a school. And let's say their classroom size or their entire first grade class was, say, 90 kids. And of those 90 kids, 20 of them didn't get vaccinated. Would you sit at home every day? Yeah, okay. So you'd be be slightly worried. It would affect your your thought process and the safety of your child. All right. That's kind of all I wanted to get out of you guys. Um, They got uh, got tiger balm oil? That's late. um, Fuck with that. Yeah, but at the end of the day... It's a it's a wishy washy question. Yeah, it's it's a really wishy washy question. It's but hard. yeah, that's kind of uh, I think I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, like I said, I'm a I'm a science nerd. I love science. I love research. I love how uh, our uh, um, kind of the new technology and breakthroughs in in science uh, can affect our day to day lives. Because I think that science and technology work in tandem with each other, and it's kind of going to be the uh, the bulldozer of the future and how Scott, we uh, survive. So I, I like the fact that you're very focused on science what i what i hope that you do is back it up by data yeah like i said i i kind of came up with it on the spot today at work and i do enough research but uh in the future i promise with any future segments like to to be to be a subject matter expert and to be a a thought leader in that space data is king oh without a doubt like you know like we're having a conversation here right now but like if you told me it's like hey Seven out of ten kids that didn't get vaccinated contracted whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh wow, that totally changed my opinion. So that's like outside of like your thoughts, and I, I appreciate your thoughts. No, no, no. Like, I, I while by data, I fucking kills any fucking opinion. All kidding aside, um, uh, while I was looking at it today, I I just saw a quick article. It was kind of a news uh, input, and I researched it really quickly and found another Facebook page that kind of touched on it a little bit that was breaking down a little bit statistic wise. Uh, but I certainly agree with you that uh, if if this is going to be a segment, I, I kind of get get a little more well rounded. Yeah, like and, uh, but like rel- like reliable data wherever you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't even have to know the subject matter so right. well as long as I have data to back up. Scott, I love about. and appreciate 
you bringing this into the fold though because like i said I, this is what i want to bring out of you and anyone else who wants to just yeah. talk about yeah well actually they care about whatever they want yeah. well, to interest them you know to, to, to get more into and not to go into too much of a tangent about just science in general but uh i i would love to talk about science in general and how it pertains to our daily lives and all that jazz but Please there's do. a Please huge do. there's a huge market for uh science entrepreneurially speaking yes um is there so many, especially with young people, there was that one That's kid that just came out of nowhere uh, like four or five years ago, 19 years old at the time, um, came, I don't even think it was that far behind, came up with a way to literally clean the ocean of all the litter. Mm -hmm. And he was just this kid that, you know, um, was tired of seeing uh, the videos that you see on uh, the news and Nat Geo of, like, you know, uh, fucking tortoises or, 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 or turtles with uh, um, uh, six-pack... Uh, plastic around their neck and all that jazz. <laughs> I feel like the, this can certainly be integrated into an entrepreneurial aspect with the young people, just the people in general. That you know what I do with them. every six pack or four pack? I saw, yeah, you ripped them all I, apart I, I last year. Yeah. Like, it's like a, it's, I don't know if it's a guilt thing, but like, I yeah. can't toss a... Well, it can be a guilt thing. I mean, I don't know how many times that I used to hang outside and you, both of you, you and Sai would just litter in front of me to piss me off. You guys would do that. No, I, so I've changed my... my well, no, yeah, as an adult, you you got better by my early mid-20s. Yeah, I was going to say, in the early yeah. mid-20s, yeah. so I would roll up a ball of uh, of like Skittles wrapper, just throw it on the ground in front of me, and he'd know he would... He'd, he'd look at he'd, you. He'd, he'd invoke <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. He would throw it on the ground and just snap his neck to me like, what do you got to say about this? <laughs> and then I would get pissed off and pick it up and put it in my pocket and find the next garbage can. It's, so. it's funny how we age. No, yeah. Without a doubt. For sure. Uh, so Scott thank you again for bringing that in uh, I loved it also Nick great feedback to Scott I love that as well again this is an ever growing podcast we will keep improving week after well, week so one thing sorry to interject mm -hmm. like I don't want any feedback that we share with each other where it's, whether it's negative or positive no, we need to be, to be offensive. No, like, because, like, know. everything well, no, we talk about, like, if, if, if I, I say, like, hey, Scott, I'm not washing my hands. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, what it is. Scott, he's like, you kind of fucked up and you didn't tell me enough data or whatever. Like, that's all in, in the the spirit of being. Got improved. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, that's. It's. it's The end game is the ultimate betterment of a podcast and just our reception of it. So I don't take any personal offense because I'm a. All in all, this episode has been fucking great, and I just want to end. I had another topic, but we'll we'll, we'll cover that next week. Um, want to end this with a change FAQ. So we make, make it a, quick, boys. Make it yeah. quick. Or ask me a freaking question then. Yeah. Um, this comes from our our number one listener, Kent from Detroit. Yes. Uh, nice. He Can wants to know. Questions? Yes. How much can one save uh, by using change? Dan. You trying to make a false calculator or something? Yeah. Well, you have a general so, idea? So, so, I mean, I could take the question, but I figured you're... Uh, so, there's a lot of variations when it comes to saving money mm -hmm. and saving money on interest, but uh, let's just take the averages here. So, uh, $39,000 at about 6 to 7%, and it takes, let's just say... Even though statistics say 21 years, but let's just say you're successful and pay it off in 10 to 15, you probably still save about 8, 9 grand. Well, so can like, I... But like, but like well, I'm saving, so like, so like you're saving, but this. still, you're saving, like, for spare change roundups, you can save $50 a month, which means you're saving $700 a year, which means you're applying an additional $700 a year 
onto your student loan. Whatever it is, it's going to have a and meaningful impact. You might as well multiply that by two because you're playing it towards interest in a way. Well, can I can I have as yeah. a user of changed? Yeah. Um, when did you guys? I, I I pretty much essentially kind of joined up the second you guys officially went live. And when was that exactly? Was it April twenty seventeen? Yeah. Yes, Scott. Do you want do you want to give real real numbers or? Yeah, I was going to give my real numbers. So uh, I open the change app. Yeah, I, I have the change app open here. Um, I unofficially well, officially have right around thirty eight thousand dollars of unpaid uh, student loans. That $38,000 mark, I can't seem to get underneath because I have uh, a high interest rate. But based on my projections at this point, um, my projected savings over the span of my uh, of my use of the app and, and, and paying off my student loans, I'll, have, I'll pay off my student loans three years sooner and save close to $4,400 in interest. Yeah. So that's based on the app itself. Obviously, if I make a payment sooner and I pay more additionally towards it, those numbers will get higher. And uh, um, if I use my debit card more often, they'll get higher. Or you as well, can do a savings boost if you go on the home screen. Right? No, no, no. That's I mean, going back to the change, the whole concept is adding other accounts, whether it's your parents, your grandparents, your yeah. friends, your family that have yep. additional uh, kind of uh, uh, income that they can put at your disposal. Um, those numbers can change uh, uh, exponentially, almost. Um, so it's kind of you taking advantage of. The resources around you, whether, like I said, it's your parents, your grandparents, family, friends, aunts, uncles, whatever it may be. Um, but personally, by my own uh, um, volition and uh, just me applying this to myself, I'm saving three years off my student loan payments and close yeah. to $4,400. And Nick, you, you, you said you brought up uh, Boost. What, what is the Boost app? Or what is the Boost feature? Yeah, there you go. There's yeah. another FAQ. Yeah, so the Savings Boost gives you, as a change member, the ability to add additional funds toward your savings. So let's say... You're rounding up 30 bucks a month, and you don't think it's enough. You can literally click a button in the app to add an additional $20, 5 10 or $20 toward your savings every single day. So if you feel you're not saving enough, you can say, all right, I'm going to log into the app every day, add 5 bucks, and then that's going to be transferred on top of what you're already doing. How do you not know this guy? Yeah, why didn't you Scott fucking me? tell me? I live go, with the go, CEO. Go, 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 yeah, I live go, with the go, CEO. Go. I shouldn't have to check my app to find out <laughs> the new features. Saying. I'm sorry. Like, we, we did announce it, and you got the email. email. But yeah, if you go, I mean, if you I go to the home emails, screen, let's show. Go to the home screen, click that button right by the, the plus button, and you can add... <laughs> Five, oh, you've had this for a while then, right? Yeah, yeah, we've had oh, that for okay. a while. See, that's why it's good to have the podcast, because you guys need to always remind keep people. Saying, yeah, remind yeah. it, keep saying it, and, and selling it, uh, not so, just yeah, helping so, you. So one of the things we've learned from this US, UX experience that Dan set up is people want to hear from us. Like, people love hearing from us, and we don't communicate enough with them. So, like... I mean, you are. What, yeah, yeah, but, like, one of the things that, like, I'm trying to do in the next couple of days, and it's on my to-do list... Is to to uh, add onto the email and push notification uh, things that we send out to users. So like, hey, every four days we send an email that says, hey, why don't you do a boost? Or mm-hmm. every every time you know they make a transfer, add additional content and things for them to to appreciate the fact that they're saving. Yeah, money. like if you add an extra ten bucks this month, you'll save. Right. Yeah. Yeah. X amount of dollars in the yeah. future. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. Well. Things like that. That was that was great, great insight. Thank you, Sasha. And I think we can end on that note. It was a fucking that was a great episode. That's great gonna get episode. us. I think so. A million sure. downloads, uh, yeah. listens. Uh, so thank you all for listening, and we will be back next week. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,